You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny episode, what is this, episode 10, I think? Uh, if you say so, Brian. It probably is. Get this. Sounds right-ish. Yeah, I think so. Actually, looking it up just to be sure. Yeah, how could we ever find that? How could we ever find out? Gettheskinny.org. That's where we have all of the episodes <clears> posted. <throat> Gettheskinny.org. Yeah, I believe it's episode 10. My internet's not working. If my oh, internet's no. not working, how am, I, how am I speaking to you right now? Panic. I, well, Skype is um, is all-knowing and all-seeing. It's pretty cool. So uh, on the show this week, uh, we have an interview with a friend of mine, Troy Bell. Uh, Troy just recently had the gastric... Uh, sleeve bypass surgery. We've mentioned this. I've mentioned this a few times in the last few weeks, and uh, we, we finally had a chance to get him on. It was really interesting. Um, we learned a lot about the surgery and uh, it, its impact to um, to Detroit, at least. And certainly, it's it's anecdotal, but uh, it was certainly not as easy as some people might think that it is. No, it's not. Um... It's not like all rainbows and sunshine, that's for sure. But I think uh, I certainly learned a whole lot during the interview about some of the things that they may not tell you and they may not show you on those TLC specials. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh. Those shows, like yeah. the half-ton teen. Well, they're all like in Houston, which makes my Texas blood sad. Mama, I want some Mountain Dew. Can you get me some Mountain Dew, Mama? <laughs> yes. You've seen that one, right? Yeah, I'm not making. I am making fun. I can't help it. That was really bad of me. In my darkest out, in my darkest moments, I do, I do, I do quote that quite a bit amongst friends. Oh dear, oh dear, it's bad, bad of me. Uh, So yeah, uh, let's go ahead and actually jump to that interview with Troy, and uh, after that, uh, we'll be back with a couple of quick updates. So uh, let's go ahead and jump to Troy. With us, we have Troy Bell. Uh, Troy is a friend of mine. God, Troy, how long have we known each other now? About six, six, seven years, something like that? Yeah, maybe eight. Maybe eight, yeah. Uh, but Troy recently had surgery, and I know I keep getting the name wrong, Troy. Um, what what surgery did you recently have? I believe the official name is gastric sleeve bypass is what it is. It's not a bypass. It's gastric sleeve, I guess. So what? So what is that? how does that surgery work, and what is it supposed to do? Um, what they do is they go in and they insert this kind of tube sleeve thing into your stomach while you're out, and then they cut around the tube and then end up taking the rest of the stomach, which is about 80% of your stomach, out through the same uh, place where they're, you know, they're operating and everything else. So actually, they take everything out, and you're left with 10% of what you had before as a stomach. Okay, so... I guess for some background, I mean, before this, you were overweight. Yes. And um, I guess, like, you, you're you how tall? About 6'3"? I was 6'3 and a half, 6'4", and when I started, I was at 5'07". Oh, wow. And, I mean, that was what size? You were wearing, what, you said at one point, 64 pants? No, 68. 68, Wow. And now, you, you said recently, for the first time in how many years, you were able to put on a 3X. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that so just, I went from an 8X to right now I'm being able to fit into a 3X. That is awesome. Congratulations on that. That's, yeah, that's amazing. And how long has it been since um, – how, how, long, how long have you uh, been – how long has it been since you had surgery? And you had to do some prep work before that, right? 
Right. I started on, I had to go on a liquid diet, which was 800 calories a day for from January the 5th to February the 2nd when the surgery happened. And, and uh, what was that uh, like consisting of? It was an Optifast shakes, basically, is all you really got. And uh, so you just drink shakes all the time for basically four weeks. And how many what, uh, what effect did that have on your, uh, like, like your digestive system, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no. It, I became, uh, it was, regularity was of the past. And, Ooh. Um, I, it, <laughs> it's probably too much information, but it was like, uh, no, it was like um, no energy, um, digestive system. Everything was like rumbling and making noises and that kind of thing. So, so you wouldn't recommend that as a, as a normal weight loss, as a, part, a regular diet for losing weight? Well, definitely not long term. Uh, short term, it 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 did do well. I've lost like probably thirty pounds before the surgery. And so, so how many calories a day were you uh, taking in when you were on that Optifast shake diet? Eight hundred calories a day. Holy crap! That's not much. No, it wasn't. And the brain stops working fairly well after. After a couple of weeks of that, now, it like, takes you a while. I I was doing a low carb diet last year, and um, like, yeah, I didn't even I didn't realize that a low carb diet included. Yeah, I, I was doing basically a no carb <laughs> diet, not a low carb diet, and I was getting really confused. Like my brain just didn't work, so I totally get what you're what you're saying. So I know you've had you have some strong opinions about the surgery. I do. So. Why don't you tell us sort of how it's impacted you positively and negatively? All right. Um, at this point, um, it did what it was supposed to do, which was I'm down to, I think I weighed yesterday, and I'm down to 96 pounds. I mean, I'm, I'm down 96 pounds at this point. I'm hoping to hit 100 by my birthday on the 16th. And um, I'm no longer diabetic. That's amazing. That's huge. Because you were uh, giving yourself shots every day. Yes. And uh, I no longer have high blood pressure. And What's your blood so, pressure now, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, 118 over 68. That's better than mine. <laughs> and uh, so I, I never had really a problem with cholesterol or anything else. In fact, mine's too low. So I didn't have to worry about that. But I mean... You know, all my medicines are gone. Uh, I have a CPAP, and the number has gone down, like, by probably 75% of what the pressure is. So it's improved everything in that way quite a bit. Um, negatively, I would say um, it, it's pleasure of eating is in the past at this point. I'm not anywhere where I enjoy eating a lot. Um it's not a lot of time it's it can be painful if you're not doing if you're eating too fast or eating too much um i i'd had the surgery not so much for weight loss but because i'd gotten a blood clot in my leg the doctor said if i didn't do something it wasn't going to be that i would be around much longer so i was actually put in a situation where i had to do it and so i don't know that i my opinion of it is, well, maybe we'll get to that later, but I would say that there's, you can't do a lot of things. You can't have carbonation. You can't have, um, like, all everything you have to have is, has to be kind of, you know, at least moist, if not 
some kind of liquid on top of it because dry doesn't work real well. Like if I eat like if I eat like a protein cereal or something like that, I have to let it soak before I eat it. I can't eat it while it's crunchy. So there's definitely some things like that. Some the regularity is still not there. Um, and so those are some things that are there that you just, I mean, you have to just deal with them. So there's some good and some bad. Uh, I, I mean, it does what it's supposed to do, which is, I mean, I've, like I said, I've lost quite a bit of weight. So, like, there have been some psychological adjustment. I mean, you had to do a psych test, a psych evaluation before this, didn't you? Yes, and I thought at first that that was really kind of a joke kind of thing until the day after my my surgery and I had this huge wave of depression and just hit me, which nobody had warned me about. And it, They call it buyer's remorse. They tell you after the fact. <laughs> they don't tell you before. But, I mean, I understood at that moment why they do the psychological testing because if you were not of stable mind, it would have, you know, there you, you would have had a hard time getting through those couple of days. Man, so. that's something you don't really consider when when you think about something like this. Uh, so what was the um are you you're, I'm assuming that you're still recovering from the surgery? I mean are you completely healed up? No, I I still have some limits on what I can lift and that kind of thing and it takes a good 6 to 8 months to actually completely heal. And lately I've been getting like nerve pain, I guess, where the nerves are starting to regrow and so a lot of times everything that I eat hurts at the moment. So it's I got to be real careful what I eat and how I eat it right now because it wasn't like that before, but it's been getting that lately. And doing some research, I found that it looks like the nerve endings are starting to grow back where they were cut during the surgery, and so it's just going to be painful for a while. Man, that, that, that does sound pretty rough. Um, hey, John, do you have any questions for Troy so far? Uh, well, I was going to ask Troy, like... Um... I know it's hard to say like now, but um, uh, you kind of touched on how it affects you mentally. Do you think it? Do you think it changed you long term? Do you think are there things about your personality or maybe the way you you feel as a person that you think have like changed permanently or for for a long time because of this? Well, I would say um, not me personally. That mentally, I, anything's really changed. It's to the point of. I have to think differently about how I eat. And one thing I do notice is that I don't really get hungry physically, but I do have head hunger. And that was not something I was really expecting, per se. They, I guess they kind of say it, but they don't really, you know, you don't really know what, what they're talking about until, uh, until you get there. So, in other words, I could be full, and you say, let's go get... Taco Bell, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm in, even though I couldn't eat it, and I know I couldn't eat it, that that desire is still there, so I have to constantly put that down as knowing that that's not real hunger, that that's just, you know, my mind saying I want a taco, and so those kind of things were something that was different, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I have to map everything I eat and all that kind of stuff, and so, you know, they basically keep track of that through an app on my phone, so they're always monitoring my diet and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I think anything, that's kind of what's changed, is that I'm mindful of everything I put in and eat and everything else and how much, you know, protein it has and how many calories it has and that kind of thing. I'm, I'm sure that takes up, like, a lot more 
time every day, right? Just devoted to <clears throat> just going over your diet and mapping all that out. Has that kind of affected your, your daily schedule? It does a little bit because you, you have to remember to do it because, I mean, if you don't and you try to catch up toward the end of the day, it can come back and bite you because the two things that I have to really watch is right now I'm, I get between 800 to 1,000 calories a day. It's all I'm allowed. But I have to get somewhere between 80 to 90 grams of protein a day. And if you're not careful what you're eating, it's really easy to get calories without getting that protein. I mean, that's a, that, that, that's hard to do anyway. I mean, so like that uh, ratio of uh, protein to calories, I mean, you to do that in general to get, you know, 1,000 calories and, 100, and 10 grams of protein or 100 grams of protein thereabouts is, isn't easy. Um, I mean, for, for goodness sakes, I mean, you'd have to basically eat stuff like uh, egg whites to uh, – do that sometimes it seems like so that's that's got to be pretty hard i mean especially like at the office where we work um you know like l- working at the office so many hours as we do you you tend to you have to either pack or eat what's in the uh, canteen and you know the canteen's not really geared towards people with specialized diets like that it's really not and i have to be very if i eat there i have to be very um um kind of ingenuitive on how I actually do it and kind of mix things here and there or find ways to get around it or a lot of times they'll serve you know no matter what serving sizes is usually two to three times what I can eat especially if you go in Miss Sharon's line oh yes very much so (laughs) I I, I love that lady but you know you ask for two eggs and she gives you like four oh yeah and so uh, it's kind of like that so I you know it, it saves on money quite a bit because I can buy like an entree and leave off the vegetables and eat it for two or three days. So it doesn't cost a lot, but you have to really be careful what you're eating and trying to figure up exactly what the calories and proteins are, what you're eating, especially when somebody else prepared it. So you said that you have some strong opinions about it. Why don't you tell us like how you feel about the surgery? Well, I would say that Given it over again, if somebody asked me, would you do it for weight loss, I would definitely say no. Um, it is much harder, and you got so many more things to worry about and that you can never do and can't do, that if you can do it any other way, I would definitely suggest doing it. Because, I mean, it does change your life forever. I mean, I can't have carbonation ever again. So you can't drink, like, soda, which I, right. I you know... You know, you know me. I I love like soda and caffeinated beverages, so that's got to be hard. Yeah, and I mean, I was you know before I even got the uh, diabetic um, diagnosis, I was um, drinking you know eight cans of Dr Pepper a day, you know, and then I switched to you know Pepsi you Max, know, Pepsi Max, Coke Zero, whatever. I know you're a Pepsi Max fan, so. I mean, I, it was just to the point I like. I mean, I was doing that until I found out I couldn't have carbonation. So then I cut it out, you know, when I found that out because I had to get used to it. So, you know, but, you know, every once in a while, it's kind of like, you know, you'd love to have it or whatever. And then it's like I can't drink out of a straw. And I have to be really careful because restaurants usually bring you a straw and sometimes in your drink. And I, just force I have it, you just start to go do it. So between that and. Like not being able to have beef jerky ever or like um, ibuprofen or there's so many different things that you can never do again that it does limit you quite a bit. 
you know, wow, that's that's really tough. So I mean, I mean, with you, it wasn't it was really a, a must do have to sort of thing. You really didn't you didn't do it out of um, it wasn't an elective surgery. It was a requirement pretty much from your doctor, right? That's right. And I mean, he had talked about it for years, and I had told him no, and uh, because I wanted to do it differently. Now I had problems with it. And, you know, wasn't being able to do it on my own. And maybe I would not have been able to do it without the surgery. Um, With the liquid diet, you know, you can only do that for so long. And I had success with it. But you can only do that for so long before, you know, you go out. And the surgery makes it to where, you know, if you try to go out and you do something you're not supposed to do, try to eat too much, um, it's going to let you know it pretty quick. Did the doctor give you any options? I know, like, I've been going to the doctor and talking to him about – my doctor's awesome. I just want to give him a shout-out. Um, and we've been talking about – you know, we've been trying to manage weight through diet. But he also told me about a gastric sleeve surgery that was non-invasive and that the – it was actually like a – I think like a nylon sleeve that basically extended from your esophagus down to your intestine and, and basically went through your stomach, but they didn't cut around it. Did that ever come up? No, they didn't because that was that was one that's coming out like that, but it hasn't been proven yet. And, you know, as far as what some of the side effects may be in the future, and they, the one where I went to, they didn't really, they had a few surgeries that were out there that they didn't really do because they want to see how the long-term effects are. And so I would say... I've noticed that for a doctor, it depends on what their favorite is, but the place where I went to, the doctor I have, the sleeve is definitely the favorite. I mean, that happens. I mean, doctors have their preferences and biases, so, I mean, that that happens. Uh, Well, John, do you have any any other questions for Troy? No, I mean, I think I'm good. This was a really fascinating interview, Troy. I'm, I'm really glad that you were able to share it with us, this story. Troy, would it be cool if maybe in six months or so we could check back in with you to see how you're doing? Oh, that would be great. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I think a a lot of the surgery is you just got to do your homework. And even doing your homework, you're not going to find everything. Because, like I said, some things they're just not going to tell you because it scares everybody away. But there's, I mean, you can't eat too much sugar. You can't eat too much fat or there's dumping that happens which it just basically is not a pleasant thing whatsoever. And uh, so you just have to be very careful. And as long as I do the protein and calorie thing, I really don't have to count anything else such as carbs or anything else. So, you know, but you just have to be aware of all that. Cool. Troy, thanks for being on. Oh, anytime. Thanks, Troy. So we're back. That was really interesting. Uh, so I, you know, Troy's a friend of mine. I first worked with him at uh, when I when I worked for the nonprofit uh, several years ago, and I ended up uh, when I left uh, there, I ended up encouraging him to come work for my current employer. So I see him quite a bit, and um, it's it's been a huge change. And I mean, a hundred pounds is a hundred pounds. That's an amazing oh, amount is. of weight, especially in a short amount of time. Oh yeah, and, and like you know. Um, Troy, heck, it's it's inspired me. I mean, you know, I'm not going to do the surgery, but, uh, you know, Troy's weight loss is really encouraging me to get off my butt because, um, and Troy, probably, Troy doesn't know this, but like uh, my friend uh, Mark, our mutual friend Mark, uh, has been goading me. It's like, you don't want Troy to pass you, do you? And I'm like, man, 
So, like, you know, my super hyper competitive nature is going to make me drop weight because I don't want Troy. Troy will eventually pass me. He, he will eventually pass me, but I don't want him to pass me right now. So, yeah, like I compete about everything. I can't help it. So, uh, Troy, when you listen to this, um, I want you to I want you to know that I'm coming for you, buddy. So nice. Now, good. You know, it's good for Troy. I know it's been hard. I've I've watched him uh, sort of struggle with some of this, but um, he right now, right now, his opinion is of the surgery isn't that high because it has been such a huge. Um, Huge pain, both physically and mentally, but I'm certain once this is over, it'll be worth it. So Troy said he started at over 500 pounds. His doctor said once this is done, he'll be about 190. Unbelievable. And I will never be 190 pounds, so Troy will weigh less than me. Plus, he's about four inches taller, five inch, five and a half, six inches taller. So he's going to be skinny as a rail. Yeah, yeah, that'll be amazing. It will be amazing. Good luck to him. It's awesome that he can do it. Let's hope he does do it if he wants to. You know what I mean? Yeah, fingers crossed. Hey, so uh, one quick update. Um, so I mentioned before how I'd picked up uh, the Fitbit, and uh, I was allergic to it. So Fitbit, of course, took it back. I was able to return it, and they refunded me. And I've been sort of yeah, torturing myself trying to figure out which uh, smartwatch I was going to get. I was leaning toward the LG Smartwatch R, which is the round smartwatch they do. It's about $300. And I, I was also looking at the Moto 360, which was about eh, 250 something like that. I was leaning towards the LG because of the uh, display technology. But Best Buy this, past, or this week right now has a killer sale on the Moto 360. So I was able to get it for 170 bucks. So I picked that up. I'm going to play with it around uh, for this for the next week, and uh, next week I will actually tell you, the listener, what uh, my thoughts are on the Moto 360. So of course it'll track uh, it'll track steps and it'll track heart rate, which are really the two things you need to know. So I'm pretty excited about that. Exciting. And uh, one more thing. So uh, mm. I've been working on putting my gym back together. So I'm really close. So what I think I'll do this week after I put a little more work into it, I'm going to shoot some video and put it up on YouTube. And uh, I'll, I'll share that link out next week on next week's show so that people can see it. Awesome. Uh, and I'll cover like what equipment I have, where I got it, uh, if I bought it new or used, and places basically where you can find it cheap. I mean like half the stuff I have I got like I like on Craigslist basically. Oh, that's cool. That's very creative. Is it like a a gym in your garage? Where is it in the it, house? It's a. It's uh, right now. It's in a uh, detached garage, basically. Cool. That's perfect. Yeah. So uh, it pretty much takes up the whole garage. That and my little workshop. Not, I'll cover all of that in the video. But I plan cool. on shooting that this week, and I'll have it up on YouTube by uh, the time uh, episode eleven posts. Awesome. Very cool. impressive, Brian. Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, I, I don't have anything else. Uh, John, what about you? I think I'm good. I think, uh, I think it was a really good episode with the interview with Troy. And uh, I hope that anybody who's listening to Get the Skinny, whether they're thinking about it personally or they have family members who are thinking about that kind of surgery, that they found something in that interview that uh, might help them, enlighten them. Okay. For uh, John, I'm Brian. Uh, we'll see you next week on Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 